But the fact that I'm also so much like them, I think, confuses them. They're like, I don't get it, though. He can drink like 30 beers in three hours and not be drunk. And he plays sports and he gets pussy. And like, God damn. He likes trucks, chicken, steak, shit, man. What the fuck is it? I mean, what's stopping me from just being a good person? It's right there. Welcome to the God Pod. I'm your host of hosts, the good Lord with the most, the one and only Almighty God. Thank you for joining us as we attempt to restore order to the multiverse. How are we doing on that, gang? Have we restored any order yet, or is it getting worse out there? Nothing has happened. It's all the same. Fuck. I feel like it's getting worse, personally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what the problem is? Not enough people are listening to this show. So, um, tell a friend... And get more people listening to the show, and then and then we can restore order. Um, because otherwise, you know, what else can we do? Our guest today is named Corey Ryan Forrester. He's a comedian. Uh, I have this whole bio of Corey that I snagged off his website. Corey, would you like me to read this? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> okay. Well, if I'm it's glad the, I asked. If it's the one my manager wrote, then fuck no. It's a novel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Suffice to say, there's some interesting information in here, though. That uh, yeah, you can, you can just hit the cliff notes. I'm sure you're good at you editing know, on the fly. Corey, you Corey's are been God. watching. Corey's been watching uh, late night comedy since he was a kid. He had already told his teachers when he was in second grade that he was going to be a comedian. Uh, he snuck into his first comedy club at age 16, mind you. To uh, to get started there, you started at age 16, huh, Corey? I did. Yeah, I technically snuck in the first time at. 15 that's when i saw my first show but then i snuck back in to perform at 16 because as uh my buddy drew who's on on tour with us people always said they're like you started at 16 and he'll just look at him and go yes he's a deeply broken man it's very true (laughs) (laughs) yes well uh cory then spent the next decade uh hanging out in dingy bars and comedy clubs and doing random jobs such as house painter uh retail associate motorcycle salesman urine sample collector Oh. I can't wait to yeah. get into that. I have a whole batch yeah. of questions about that. <laughs> um, and it's, it's funny because after you're in sample collector, it says flower delivery boy. So I guess you <laughs> yeah, went the uh, other to way. wash off the stink. Yeah, and, yeah. after that, <laughs> yeah, you're exactly. like, I don't want to smell piss anymore. Uh, <laughs> hotel maid, college textbook reseller, <clears throat> and hay baler. Fucking wow. At one point in his career, he ran a family bakery, and he was considered the head quiche chef. So you, you, make, yes, you make a mean qui- a mean quiche. Nice. It's oh, it's to die for. Oh, what are the ingredients of the perfect quiche? Uh, I mean, a key, that's the perfect thing about quiche is that it's so simple. I mean, you've got uh, for for one quiche, I'm doing probably uh, I'll do four eggs and then probably the yolk of two other eggs and then two cups, uh, one cup of heavy cream, one cup of milk. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're gonna make your basic uh, ham and cheese, literally just dice up some ham, throw some cheese in there. Uh, you don't really have to, when you got that good salty ham, you don't need too much salt, throw some pepper on there, maybe cut up some roasted red peppers. Um, I Whoa, like you to know brush your shit. the crust. <laughs> I like to brush the crust they with should butter. Put so you on, they should put you on a cooking show. <laughs> they um, should. Hey, that's a good idea. <laughs> At least the second we'll episode of one. That'd be nice. Oh, oh okay. So, uh, Corey's standup <laughs> blends humor and common sense into a high energy act. I'm reading the whole fucking thing. I don't know why. Whatever. Uh, he's great. Uh, he's got a giant head. Congrats. So do I. Uh, does it say? Does it fucking say that in there? It says under. You haven't read it. Uh, that's pretty. That's pretty. Not in a long bro. time. Under his PBR hat 
is a giant head, and under that are surprisingly thought-provoking. <laughs> surprisingly, <laughs> that's, that's, that's just like a fucking swipe. Manager. That's, That's a, a good manager. He, he knew he he knew you weren't going to read this. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a she. It's a she. Ball. If you can't tell by the disdain in her voice. <laughs> <laughs> well done, she. All right. So these days, uh, I added this part myself. Corey shares those thoughts on Twitter by doing funny videos. Sometimes as himself. Sometimes wearing wigs. Uh, you've been doing a lot of wigs lately. I've noticed. Congrats know, on that. They were so sometimes, cheap. They were so cheap, and I had Amazon credit. I think that's what we love about it. <laughs> Sometimes, as wrestler, the buttercream dream. Welcome to the God Pod, Corey Forrester. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. We are honored, right? Right, Trinity? We are. He's killing it online. I've been having a good couple months, I ain't gonna lie. Absolutely. Very, very impressive already. Thank you. So tell us about yourself. Where'd, where'd you grow up? I grew up in a little town called Chickamauga, Georgia, which is the northest Georgia that you can be. I can be in, so I can be in Tennessee in twelve minutes, and Alabama in thirty minutes. So I'm in that nice little. Oh, great! Because those are places you want to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, fucker. Those nice little, uh, <laughs> the nice, you know, the nice little, the cultural tri-state area of Tennessee, <laughs> Georgia, and Alabama. That's um, cool. That's cool. It, no, it's so you- it is great. And I, but hey, to put uh, to add a cherry to the top of the uh, racist Sunday. Uh, it's Ch- <laughs> Chickamauga is the it's known for the Battle of Chickamauga, which was the bloodiest two day battle in the entire Civil War, which uh, you oh, won't, wow. you would not believe this uh, that it's still happening. It's still going on right now. Like they're still talking about it. Like, it's a really, oh it's a really what, do you, what, what do you what do you mean it's still going on? Because that <laughs> well, are you speaking metaphorically about the I'm United just, States? Well, because well, we number, we, we num- know we know we've said that a lot. Well, first off, the, there's a lot of reenactments <laughs> here, so it's nothing to oh, like, it, yes. it's nothing to like see uh, just a, a Confederate soldier. Just like at the gas station, getting a biscuit on his, on his way back to, to doing his thing, uh, uh-huh. but like it, it's it's still just very much a you know the South will rise again, um, or uh-huh. or as some people will be like, well, you mean rise again? We ain't never sunk, motherfucker. We're still here. Uh, <laughs> wow. So it's just you know it's like I still like I feel like so many places around me like because like everybody thinks that the South is one thing, and that's just not true. Uh, there are some progressive right. cities in the South, and I look at places like mm-hmm. Atlanta and Knoxville and Nashville, and I'm like, you know, man, the, most people are like, yeah, the Confederate flag is stupid. That's great, and we're gonna we're gonna make a better South. But then, like, yeah, where I live, we're pretty immune to um, progress. Like that's right, you know, right. we 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 got our vaccinations for going forward, fucking long time ago. And, uh, you know, still every single street name is named after a Confederate general. They've all got a huge confederate flag on the street like our street signs have confederate flags on them so Ugh. you know it is i want i want to say hey go screw yourself the south is a great place and then i tell you that and it's like we deserve we deserve every all the scrutiny that we get how did it feel growing up in that area you i think you became a huge conservative right well here's what happened is uh, drew and trey have made this point separately but like i had to be told that i was a liberal person um like when i was you know older in high school the thing is is like i probably would have been younger but like nothing ever came up to make me pick a side you know what i'm saying like i'm talking like a pre-9-11 world where i didn't even know there was stuff other than like like you know chipper jones and baseball and, and any of that stuff um my first my first um experience with like okay some people are different and i kind of think that i don't like the church and i don't like what they're doing was uh all my cousins are black um 
because, and I quote, Corey's aunt made a mistake one time. Um, so all my cousins are wow. black and one time, yeah, no doubt. And so one time, uh, we were at church and this was right, literally right after nine 11. Um, we were all at, we were all at church and they showed a video, um, of all these like, you know, top intelligence officers in the country talking about the aftermath of nine 11 and what we can expect going forward and blah, 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 blah. And I remember they had a, uh, this black lady on there who was talking on the, on the screen and she, I don't remember what exactly she was saying, um, but she was just, you know, yada, yada, this, 9-11, this, here's what's going to happen now, blah, blah, blah. And the preacher cut the PowerPoint off and he got behind the pulpit and he, he looked and he said to everybody, he said, now that woman, even though she was black, I agree with everything she said. What? Wow. And, oh, and, what? And, and, like, and, and I, I remember hearing it, but like I was, I was in eighth grade when 9-11 happened. And so, like, I heard it, and I knew, like, this is weird, but I didn't understand the gravity of it until my 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 fucking my black cousins were there with us, and my dad and mom and everybody just they looked at us and they're like, "Get up, we gotta go," <laughs> you know. And we we got out and and, good, and never went good. and never went there again. Um, but like when I was in school, like I didn't know what conservative or liberal or nothing like that meant because again, I'm a kid, you know. But when I get in high school, like where I'm from, at that at the time I grew up, being being a liberal just meant I liked theater <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> I, I really and, Inevitably. And, and by the way and by the way i played sports too which i think that's what pisses everybody off even more where i'm from right and, you're a triple threat then right then <laughs> yeah then and now because i think that like if i was just like this huge godless queer that they'd love to lump me in with then they could just be like well, well mm -hmm. that's just that is what he is but the fact that i'm also so much like them <laughs> i think confuses them they're like i don't get it though he can drink like 30 beers in three hours and not be drunk and he plays <laughs> sports and he gets pussy and like god damn what he likes trucks chicken steak <laughs> shit man <laughs> What the fuck is it? I mean, what's stopping me from just being a good person? It's right there. It's right there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, like I didn't really know there was one or the other. Um, the, uh, one thing that kind of informed me was I, the first election that I ever voted in was Obama McCain. Um, that's and uh, it started getting there started being a line drawn a little bit because realistically what it was is in Chickamauga, we only had one black family and they had a black, you know, black daughter named Katie. Katie went to our school, only black girl in her school, not to toot my own horn, but I took her to prom two years in a row. Shkew. Um, nice. and, nice. uh, <laughs> um, but like it would like everybody loved Katie. Now, granted, she was also a hot cheerleader girl that might've like influenced a little bit of people to put down their prejudice for a second. But like, I remember, I do remember mm. her dad, they would always talk about him as like, no, He's one of the good, you know, you know, he's one of the good ones. He don't act black. Like I remember hearing that shit as a kid, but because that was the only like black family there was, like all this stuff kind of just I didn't have another black family to talk to <laughs> or a bunch of hey man, that's fucked up. These white people are wilding. <laughs> like you need you need to get you need to get a hold of them. <laughs> so like I just everything was just like, well, this is just how the world is, you know, whatever. I don't know. And uh, you know, small one thousand five hundred people in the town or whatever. I knew everybody at school and um what what helped me was when I got in high school and started doing stand up at sixteen. I mean, you know, you meet everybody when you start doing stand up. Like I was, I was pretty quickly um, doing VFW clubs and meeting old veterans who were, you know, talking about, you know, the goddamn government this and blah 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 blah. And they don't give a shit about vets. And I'm like, that's weird because where I'm from, the 
Republicans say that they love the troops. That's what I, you know, I don't know. And then, and it's, hey, are you sure, sir? Because I've been told that y'all are the tops. Um, and so, uh, but, but like, and then, and then, you know, I'm, I, uh, very quickly, I'd open for some drag shows and I would meet some drag queens and then I would meet some gay people and then I'd meet more black people yeah. and, and everybody. And all of a yeah. sudden, I'm just like, oh my God, holy shit. We've been the worst. <laughs> We've been the worst forever. Yeah. And uh, and wow. of course everybody everybody where I'm from like so We've been the worst so, forever. To, in my opinion it's like it's not oh you started doing comedy so you of course became like a Hollywood liberal type blah blah blah. To me it was I didn't realize what I was until I was able to get around the people who were like me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just how that that's how that felt right. to me. And then it, you finally you eventually came out of the closet. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what it, that's it, what it sounds it, like. It, yeah, that's what yeah. I would never, like. you know, take away from uh, the actual gay experience, but like it, as no, but no, but no, what saying, no. But what come I'm saying on. is like or maybe it's more like discovering you're an atheist. By the way, are you an atheist? Um, well, I get so I get kind of confused by that, and let me explain why. Because or an agnostic. Well, see, or okay, whatever. so I would consider. I just my, want to know. I'm going. Like these damn labels. These labels. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I would consider myself more agnostic, but if I ever talk to an atheist, uh, like a mm -hmm. staunch atheist, which you know I try to avoid mm -hmm. at all costs, they'll be like, "You're not agnostic. Oh. You're actually an atheist." And I'm like, "But I don't." But I don't know the like you're to me atheist seems like I definitely don't believe in God and I thought agnostic was just <clears> this like nice little word I could use to just remain on the fence my whole life <laughs> and that way <laughs> that way my mom could always be like one day he'll come back uh, <laughs> you know atheists are just like I just don't believe that you're agnostic and I'm like you seem very agnostic towards my atheism right now so, um, <laughs> yeah you've, you've had some bad experiences with the atheist down there. here's my Check whole thing up. here's my whole thing on God um I look man like it feels like something did this which I guess by mm. terms of like how we define God and stuff that would be God uh, but I don't believe any of us have known him long enough to write about him in a goddamn book. That's all I'll say. And yeah. I'm open to I'm open to most things, but like there's no there's just no way, in my opinion, that like if there was this supreme being that he uh -huh. uh, came down and he came down and spoke to only men and had them write down his stuff. But like he, mm -hmm. so he was so supremely intelligent that he was able to create the earth, but he wasn't smart enough to lay it out in plain enough language that it didn't take, you know, 300 different yes, types exactly. of, That's of exactly people it. Yes. to, to, you're right. So like none of that shit makes you sense just, to you me. You just nailed it. Yeah, I thought so. You just I, nailed that to the cross. All right, well, cool. Everybody should fucking worship me then. <laughs> <laughs> you should start a cult, yeah. Um, I wouldn't be good at a cult. Well, I'd be good at being in one. Yeah. Well, I like it. Again, I say this to all the agnostics. Everybody says they're agnostic. I appreciate that, that you, you know, you're leaving me a little hope that yeah. maybe someday you'll believe in me. Yeah. Because, as it, you know, when someone says they're an atheist, it's just rude. It just seems very... Final. Just rude. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, and I'm like, I'm talking to you right now. I guess nobody knows my pain. I just also think that to say you're an atheist takes the exact same amount of arrogance it does to say that you're a Christian. <laughs> like, that's just me. <laughs> like, right. I'm, I could be wrong, but like, I hear a lot of atheists just like, you. so you just believe in Christianity? That's just, so, you just believe that your thing is right? And I'm like, you fucking, we all believe our thing is right. Do <laughs> you think there's somebody walking yeah. around just whistling Dixie going, everything I believe is wrong, let's go get a taco? No, that's the dumbest shit. <laughs> of course everybody thinks oh, that. Oh, you're so musical. Yeah. Like, so what's saying, so saying the thing, uh, hey, I'm agnostic, is that the safe thing to say 
just so you can be in the yes, middle. Yes, yes, because on your deathbed, it you is, can... It is a safe thing to say. It, it's just, it, I think it's just like saying you're a libertarian. It gives you a little wiggle room. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. It seems like people say, oh, he doesn't believe in something, but he has yeah, a, you know, yeah, a possibility to believe in something. Because some you, usually... I'm an independent. Yeah, because usually when somebody... T- and now, by the way, I have some very good friends who are libertarian. How? So not them, if they're listening. But like for the most part, when someone says, I'm libertarian, I just hear it as like, oh, cool, so you don't want to get in an argument. I hear you. Like, that's... That's totally fine. Really? <laughs> I love how you go. It's yeah. like when you say, uh, I have black friends, and then you go into something that may offend someone. You say, now, mm-hmm. first of all, I have libertarian friends. Anyway, for sure, for sure. Well, I do. Exactly. I do like them. I do like them as people. Say it some more. Yeah, not that there's anything wrong yeah. with that. Keep yeah, telling us how you like Of course them. not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, one put me in a movie. <gasps> Ew. So there you go. <laughs> and he's a really, and he's a, what movie was that? You really, were in a movie? Oh, it was. Listen, it, I'm not gonna shit talk. It was, and it was, it was a B movie. But now, first off, here's the thing. I think that. <laughs> oh, we're I think that now. you got to tell no, us. No, but first off, is... I think that this guy. I think that there's like you. You got your libertarian. Libertarians either lean one way or the other, and there's one way that you can lean where it's like I'm pro small government but the government that i do want there would still take care of the people in some regards and allow themselves to take care of themselves and also we can have weed and that's where he's at <laughs> you know what I mean? that's his sect. and also we can have weed that's his sect of libertarianism which i find good and so i but then there's mm. also people who are like i'm libertarian i think that I should be able to shoot as many immigrants as I want with as whatever gun I have, and nobody should be able to get on to me for it. And we should just try each other and have a, you know, everybody should just vote on whether the death penalty is right, yada, yada, yada. And I just want to go back to the Wild West. He's not that. There's two, there, and I, you know, there is two different sides. I don't know enough about it, but I know that Travis is a great human being and way smarter than I will ever be. And therefore, if Travis he's a, Tritt? No, Travis. <laughs> Travis Irvine, he's a very funny comedian. He, he okay. Well, he wrote we'll definitely in, contact him and make yeah, sure he call listens Travis. to this. He call, I, I was only backtracking because as soon as I said that about libertarians, I was like, "Fuck, Travis is a libertarian. He's way smarter than me." There's no, there's no way that like he's you know, if I told Travis like, "Travis, I think you're full of shit." Nobody's smarter he'd be than like, you, Corey. Uh, well. Uh, no, Travis very much is. Travis uh, ran for governor in Ohio and did pretty good for an independent. Oh. Uh, Is that how we're judging intelligence now? (laughs) What's that? Is that how we're judging intelligence now? I want to get back to when you um, gave me an aneurysm laughing. Uh, You said that you you were into theater. What's what's some of your favorite uh, musicals or theater? Uh, I mean, when when I was a kid, uh, like I was pretty infatuated uh with with all I mean I loved Les Miserables because my mom had this mm-hmm. she had the CD and it would just be in mm-hmm. the car and like I didn't know what any of, so I liked that I loved Grease um <laughs> I really super loved Grease <laughs> and also just right. like all the di- like all the Disney movies are are musicals and stuff like that and I was just always very interested in that when and when then when I got a certain age and it occurred to me holy shit people did that you know what I mean? Like, I get think when you're a kid, like, <laughs> you think that movies just come out of the primordial ooze like everything God, else. God, I, I make them. Yeah, you, I make, you definitely did Fantasia. You fucked up. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but, you like, fucked up. but, uh, but, like, no, man, when I, when I realized that, like, I was just, I've just always been a very sing songy person. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. like, I, I would just wander around dancing. Um, Phantom <laughs> of the Opera. You like that one? 
Uh, you know, I've never actually seen like the Phantom of the Opera all the way Holy through. Holy shit! I know, but like, holy shit! Well, here's the let deal. the record stand. God put Corey on to the Phantom. <laughs> no, thank. Well, I mean, the thing about it is, is like the Phantom of the Opera has always been such like this Rushmore of theater musical type thing, and I've always just seen it. Par- I've seen it parodied so many times. I've seen it referenced so many times. Oh, it's really it's, good. I'm I really sh- identify well, I mean, with the. I'm um, sure it is. The uh, only reason people anyway. keep talking about something is if it's really good or really bad. But I haven't, because of that, I haven't seen it. Like, I know, you know, dude's got half a face or some shit. Oh, um, Like, it's yeah. a Harvey Dent situation. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, Fiddler on the Roof is the pinnacle. Obviously, come on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All Godspell. Right. All right. Godspell, sure. Godspell. Godspell. Jesus Christ Superstar. Sure. You like that little one? Shop I love of, that one. Little Shop of Little Horror. Shop. I was going to say yeah. Moses. Moses is a huge Little Shop guy. I'm a guy. huge fan. So am I. <laughs> I really identify with that plant. I will take the cars <laughs> over Fiddler on the Roof Feed any me. day. Yes, I agree with you. I agree with and you. And if you can I'll get Rick you. Moranis on this podcast, uh, oh, I will. Oh, I will kvetch. <laughs> that, did I say that right, you, Moses? You did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how do you how do you pronounce that again? Say that again. Kvetch. Kvetch. Yeah, I've been told by my manager that even if I mean well, I can't say anything like in Yiddish or related to Jewishness <laughs> at all because with my accent, it just sounds anti-Semitic no matter what. <laughs> like, yeah. like it really, it doesn't. Yeah. Like uh, uh, Tim Wilson, Tim Wilson is a comedian. I, uh, he's passed on, but he was my hero. Like he used to have a bit about that, and I would tell my manager about it all the time, and I would just say. I would just say Jew, and she'd be like, "Ugh," and I'd be like, "What?" And she'd be like, "She's like just the way you say it, Jew." It just sounds it's not bad. Just you, Even when us Jews say something, yeah. like Jew, people look at us and go, "You're just a son of a bitch." <laughs> right. <laughs> right. See, kvetch, kvetch. That don't sound good when it when it comes. Is that, is that how you really say it, kvetch? <laughs> <laughs> That's that chickamauga way. I've never had a yeah. That well, accent. look, man. Here's the deal. The, the, okay, I think hearing it in my accent is bad enough, but you definitely <laughs> don't want me to try to make it sound authentic because then I think it sounds worse because it's still going to have my accent, but it's going to make it sound like I'm trying to bullshit and like make exactly. fun of it. Exactly. Like I said before, you're a good person, but when you say right. kvetch with that accent, I say, "What a son of a bitch." Yeah, of course. <laughs> Dude, I'm, most of me, I like if you just see me coming and hear me, but don't hear exactly what it is I'm saying. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's it's a bad read, man. Uh, it's a bad read. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you throw on a MAGA hat, and you know you make a video and you put it on Twitter, and it's you, just like that's a million views. Dude, you have no idea how much it like. I like. Obviously, everything the man has done. It's been terrible, but the thing personally, the, the most personal attack Donald Trump has had on me, and this is the, the most white privilege thing you're ever going to hear, is um, the, the red hat, because trucker oh. hats are my favorite motif, uh, and I'm a Georgia Bulldogs fan, go dogs, uh. and... So I I like I have a bunch of red trucker hats that are just now. I mean I can't do it. Like at, yeah. at the beginning, I hear you. I, at I the hear beginning, you. I was like the red hat forever. Yeah. yeah. At the beginning, I was like, no, fuck it, this will go away. I'm gonna take it back. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna wear it and be one of the good ones. But no. now, like no. I see people, like I would see people start. I'd be in California. I have my red 
Georgia hat on, nope, and I see nope, people look nope. at me, and I was like, man, God damn it. I'm telling you nope, something. Nope. When you're walking down Santa Monica Boulevard, and we see Corey coming <laughs> towards us, he's got that beard, and he's got that red hat. We don't even need to see the red hat if it says Alabama or whatever. We just say, oh, my exactly. God, here you comes the a racist. Red. Here he comes. He yep. oh, Trump. Now I come on. It. I know it, it sucks. That was a great uh, Larry David used that in that. Oh, yes. oh that was so <laughs> he put, great. He puts on the MAGA hat to get out of lunch with Ru- <laughs> Phil Brilliant. Rosenthal. Brilliant. That was the best. Oh, what a- <laughs> and it would work, so man. Good. It would work. Like that's for real, dude. Like we and like sometimes, uh, some if it's not like, hey, I think you're a racist. It's definitely I. Th- okay, that ain't how you really talk. For, surely, like we, you know, we would be in meetings, like uh, because I've I've had a couple sitcom meetings. deals that I mean, you hadn't seen the sitcom, oh, oh, therefore it didn't uh, go well. But right. what do you think? I said meetings. <laughs> um, no, I when you say when you say meetings in your accent, I'm just like. Oh, right. I hear you. I hear you. There's a fire. Um, so so we, w- we would have meetings Sorry, and stuff like that. Sorry, it's my racism. No, it's fine. I think it's just Against bigoted. Southerners. Um, yeah. So, so like we'd have meetings in Hollywood and like they like the whole the deal is, is like in order for us to have had the meeting, they knew who we were. They'd been smartened up on like these are some you know, good old boys from the South, but they think gay people are fine. Anyways, hear them out. Smart. So, up, yeah. Right. So, but we would go in there and like knowing even all that about us, I'd be like, Hey, how you doing? My name's Corey. And they'd be like, <laughs> I'm like, what? And they're like, you're <laughs> so funny. What? And I'm like, all I did what? was stand oh. here looking like this and said, hello, I'm Corey. God damn. But I mean, if it's funny, put it on TV. <sighs> shit. Yeah, I mean, we're sold. Yeah, he sounds like someone from the sticks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's I, it. I, I, I'm gonna, I need more. I think you deliver more than that. You're a triple threat. Uh, Thank you. But um, I, you've been on the well-read uh, comedy tour with Trey Crowder, Andrew Morgan. That's that's a big deal. It, for yeah, us, man, for this podcast to have you <laughs> on oh, our podcast, that's a big deal. Oh hush. Oh hush. Yeah, oh, it's hush. been the um. It's been the busiest, uh, but also the most rewarding and uh, fun five years, uh, going on five years of my life. Now, of course, you can't really count this year because we, uh, we I haven't done a show in 2020 because our first show back, we took two months off at the beginning of the year to uh, write, work on the sitcom. And then our first show was supposed to be March 6th or no, March 12th. And we flew from L.A. Mm. to the show. And as soon as we landed uh tom hanks got coronavirus and they got wow. everything and we got that's and, when everybody and, knew and, like, yeah this and, shit is real yeah Forrest yeah Gump yeah for has sure coronavirus and we just flew home and i've been home ever since but like touring with those guys has been fantastic um like learning learning um kind of graduating from comedy clubs to some theaters and some markets and like learning how to become a right. theater comedian uh which i assume after the pandemic right back to the clubs um, but still it's been, it's been a wild, unique experience. I've gotten oh, no. to see after the pandemic, you know, that, that, the, 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 the thirst for live comedy and live events is going to be, yeah, that, it's going to be huge. Someday, yeah, for sure. I just someday. assume everybody's going to be broke or dead. Um, so <laughs> Man, we, you'd be surprised. Um, it's been, but it's been great. Like the first year, uh, the first w- within a calendar year of, of when we first started touring, we did 48 States in Canada. Um, wow. and, and so, yeah, like it was remarkable getting to see all, all sorts of things that I may have never seen. And I got paid to see them and, uh, meet all sorts of different people and hear different perspectives. And, uh, you've mm-hmm. got to, re- I think it's great. I think what, what you're doing with that comedy tour, you and the guys there is so awesome because you're giving voice to a, a group of people that 
uh, people think didn't exist. Yeah, that's yeah. There, that's there true. are liberals in the rural areas of the country, whether it be in the South or Iowa, Nebraska, Montana. There's people everywhere. And I think the first time I heard about this was uh, uh, Trey Crowder was on like real time with Bill Maher. Yeah, that was a fun day. Right? Right. <laughs> I told and that's I, I told and I was like, Wow, not all hillbillies are rednecks. That's the day that I taught uh uh former Secretary of State Eric Holder what anal kegels were. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, if you have one thing to talk about with him, that's what you want to focus on. How did that tell us more about that? That sounds interesting. So you were there <laughs> backstage. So we were there, uh is Trey's first time on, so he you know, he got to he got to bring us, and I've been there a couple times. We we always go to Bill Maher's rap party, his season rap party. So I'm pretty bummed that the pandemic, because that's always one of my favorite times of the year to go do that. But um, he, so we were there, and and they were like, okay, Mr. Forster, um, <clears throat> you know, Trey's about to go on. You can either go out in the audience or you can hang out back here. Now I was shit face drunk, and so because I was shit face <laughs> drunk, I knew two things, and I knew two things well. Number one, if I go out there, I ain't gonna be able to get up and go pee and i'm damn sure gonna have to pee uh and then number two if i stop drinking right now if i stop drinking right now i'm gonna be in a bad way and they ain't gonna let me drink out there so i was like i'll just hang out back here and they were like okay Mm, cool so uh yeah yeah so i'm hanging out back there and uh i'm sitting uh crisscross applesauce in the in the green room there (laughs) drinking uh drinking a beer whatever and uh oh god damn it who's the actress her she played ant-man's wife in ant-man Oh right, for she and lost. Yeah, I don't remember that. Maybe Evangeline. No, 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 no. That's that's the wasp. Evangeline Lily is the wasp. I mean, his, yeah. uh, his his wife. Well, anyways, she was in there. I can't remember. She, she was Marvel in there, and movies. I was hammer drunk, and I was sitting there on the ground, hammer drunk. And then so Trey was up there, and he he was on the show, and he was talking about our book, and so he holds up our book, and there's a picture of my face on the front of the book, and as soon as they hold up the book, she looks at me. And she's just like, hey, you. And I was like, yeah, yeah, me. And she's like, I thought you just worked for, the, I thought you were like one of the key grips or something. Oh. <laughs> you were just hanging out back here. And I was like, oh. I was like, God damn, they let the key grips just sit in the floor, hammer drunk at Bill Morris, a great place to work. And Stone, too, probably. She was like, it's very nice to meet you. And I, the only thing I knew how to say was, you were in Ant-Man. And uh, oh. and she's like, yeah, that's true. Uh, and so so I'm I'm good and buzzed up, and we go out in the hall, and uh, and I'm just sitting there, and I don't know what the man. I have no idea what got into me, but me and somebody were talking about somebody brought up kegels or something, and then and then somebody was like, I heard somebody be like, oh yeah, well that's a woman thing. And I was just like, yeah, right. like this is my moment Cardi to shine. B. I was like, no, you can do them with your butthole too. And, <laughs> and, uh, and man like, can do them too. And they were like, and what's the funny thing is, is like, because you hear my accent saying that, and you're in, you're on the CBS lot in Hollywood, and everybody's like, well, and that, like, everybody circled around, and I just start going on and on about how. And by the way, I don't know shit about anal kegels, but I'm a com- <laughs> but I'm a comedian, and I have just gotten the floor, you know. So I'm gonna go on. And Wait a I minute, start, are those real? And, and so I said, "Oh yeah, they're real." So I just start. Um, I start explaining to them what I think anal kegels might be. Which, by the way, don't ask me to repeat it because I have no fucking idea. I was drunk and just started talking I'm about googling it right your now. Butt and clenching your butt and unclenching your butt and blah 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 blah. Basically, then, we've all ever since you mentioned it, we've all been sitting here doing it. And by the way, I said he was Secretary of State. That's not true. He's Attorney General. I don't know why I said that, but anyway, right, I'm right. sitting there going. I'm sitting there going on this whole spiel. And all of a sudden, like their faces kind of get like the people in front of me, their faces kind of get white and they have this blank stare over. And I turn around 
and fucking Attorney General Eric Holder just sitting there staring at me, and I go, "Hello, sir," and he goes, "Please continue." <laughs> and, so, and so then I turn around, and I just start telling him, "I was, yeah. I start telling him, I was like, so sir, what you do is you clench your ass, you unclench your ass, and it's supposed to help build the integrity of your asshole, and that way it's not like you know, just like a loose bag and stuff." And 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 he starts the visual image in my brain. I know what this guy looks and, like. This is fantastic. And he starts di- and he starts like kind of laughing. And then he's like, I'll, "I'll keep that in mind. I appreciate it." And then I look over, and his assistant who is with him, she's fucking dying laughing. And so then <laughs> then they leave, and it'd been like an hour later. And uh, somebody came up to me and they're like, hey, man, uh, so you know that all of what you just said is not even a little bit how anal kegels work. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I did. Should we should we call Eric Holder? Because like he's definitely, you know, he thinks <laughs> he, he thinks that's the deal. Like, I don't want him, you know, telling his wife. I don't know. So that, yeah, that's we were backstage at Bill Maher. And I, uh, first time I'm, I say first time I met the attorney general. You. He was enjoying. I'm sure that he. You know, this is a very serious, stoic government uh, Absolutely. person, I'm sure, who worked for Obama. I'm sure that, you know, he was fine. Yeah, yeah. of course. I love how you started out, like, being very proper, like, well, sir, and then going <laughs> yeah. to the whole, like, I, you know, I'm not going to be rude. I'm going to call him sir. I don't, know about the, I don't know about the rest of you, but the video I painted in my mind is just hilarious. I would, you gotta, You got to, like... Act this out in a video sometime. <laughs> well, that's that exactly how that went. <laughs> However, you're yeah. picturing it is exactly how it went. It was so funny. Uh, so anyway, I don't know why we do, got on that subject, but uh, how do you do an anal? Have you learned since? No, you haven't, right? Okay. Well, I I'll just Google it in my I'm own no, time. Yeah, no, I still haven't learned since because uh, I'm a mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm. Why would I look something up when I already have an opinion <laughs> on it? Um, <laughs> Right. I think it's, I mean, but look, man, if I had to describe it to you, it would be try to fart when you ain't got a fart and then try to breathe through your ass <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, imagine your asshole was gills and then act accordingly. Oh, uh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, that's great. Ugh. No, see, if you try and fart and you don't have to fart, you're just basically going to shit your pants. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely don't want to do it when you got one brewing. Jesus doesn't like this. So you're all about Chris Evans schlong, but not about anal kegels. Fine. <laughs> you, you know what? I don't. What's this with Chris Evans schlong? I saw today, right before I hopped on here, it said Chris Evans uh, on Twitter or something. It said Chris Evans responds to photo controversy, and as soon as they thought that, I was like, Oh, Ooh, I bet it's a ding dong. You haven't. But heard I don't about know anything <laughs> about it. Like, am I about to get be able to? No, am I about to be able to see his hog? Because I've been wanting to for you. That's America's dick. Yeah, <laughs> that's America's hog. Basically, Chris Evans accidentally, I, I suppose accidentally, tweeted out his. Oh, schmickle. it wasn't. Did it look good? <laughs> yes. <laughs> then that Are wasn't that wasn't an accident. Anyone? <laughs> that wasn't an accident. It was not an accident. No. If it looked good, it wasn't an accident. Define and then he was it. like, "Rock the vote!" Like he used <laughs> right. That no was his shit. Response. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. About. It was like in a, it was like a promo for voting. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, well, he, look, that's how he used it. Yeah, that'll you do. wonder did Biden put him up to this? Um, that'll do. But anyway, lots of people are going to vote now that weren't before. So God bless that dick. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I can send you that right now Go or ahead. later. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, all right. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. We're going to get the live reaction here. Oh, oh. Um, I, I, Jesus, do you have it? Of course, Jesus has yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's my uh, lock screen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to send it to you um, from your computer. Yes, files, screenshots. Oh, here we go. Should I send yes. it to everybody or just to You Corey? can send it to I me as well. Else... 
Oh, really? <laughs> no need. Just leave me out of it. Thank you. I I still have avoided it. Let's see here. Oh, it's opening up on my computer. It's here forever. Ooh, it's in black and white. Fuck that motherfucker. That's just, <laughs> this goddamn cinema vertite dick. This avant-garde wiener. Like, he did that shit on purpose. Get the fuck out of here, Chris Evans. Oh, Yes. Well, while we're here, I guess you guys should get out to the polls on November 3rd. <laughs> I, would, I would take it down, but it's paid promo. What are you going to do, guys? There's my dick. See you later. Check out my polls. Oh, Speaking of polls. This is day <laughs> made. This is the best ever. <laughs> Getting your live reaction on it. Uh, it's like avant-garde is, dick. Uh, chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Corey's also on the Corey Ryan Forrester. No, that's fucking the link. Stupid God. He's on the Well Read podcast with Trey and, there you and go. Drew Morgan. You you guys do that a lot, right? How many times a week do you post? Every, that's once it's once a week. Uh we do that, but we also like all three of us have our own separate thing going on. Right. So we got the Well Read podcast and then the spin-offs of that are uh Into the Abiscuit, which is Drew and uh, Drew from the Well Read uh comedy tour and our buddy DJ DJ Lewis. Uh, they do a podcast uh, sort of about death, uh, you know, the darker side of life, but it is also very funny. Trey and our buddy, <clears throat> Smart Mark Ag, he's a big time Hollywood writer. They do one. They do one Tuesdays and Thursdays, and they do it live on Facebook, and then I put it up on our feed, which is called The Evening Skews, and it's more of a, it's pretty much straight rip from the headlines type stuff. And then I've right. got Through the Screen Door with Corey Ryan Forster with my co-host and producer, Matt Kuhn, which comes out on Tuesdays. And it the, the elevator pitch for that, I guess, would be it's a, it's a pop culture podcast with sort of a Southern twist. And the Southern twist is that it's me saying the stuff. Uh, <laughs> twist. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> pop culture. So you got to talk about Chris Evans's dick on the next episode. We may. <laughs> we may. It's been... Um, you know, we, 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 what happened was I didn't really know what the podcast was going to be when I first started it. I had a couple, I think I just burped. And if I did, I'm sorry. We had a, <laughs> it's okay. we had a, we had a couple ideas. I do some like, I do it all the time. I do some, a lot of it's like pre written. I do like some audio sketches. And I found out like after week five, I found out that every single audio sketch that I had done was some sort of parody of a movie or parody of a TV show. Or like a parody of a famous commercial or something like that, and I was like, "Man, I'm this this podcast is about pop culture and like movies and TV and stuff like that." But we also talk about like I have a segment called "This Week in Southern History," um, where I talk about you know an event from the South's popular culture or not so popular culture, um, and kind of break it down in like these little five to six minute uh, stories. Like the for instance, one of the first ones was. Uh, the time two Birmingham DJs burned all the Beatles records after John Lennon said that the Beatles were uh, bigger than Jesus. So pop culture in that sense, like a, I mean, to be fair, Jesus, they are bigger than you. Yes. (laughs) Jesus will admit that freely. What always pissed me off about that whole situation was that like at that time, if you research it, not even at that time nowadays, like preachers will constantly tell you that, you know, kids these days don't love the Lord like they used to, and they're more interested in mm-hmm. rock and roll and, and movies and mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. They will tell you that. But then when John Lennon said exactly the same thing, hey, we're bigger than Jesus, they were like, oh, we say it, not you. Like that was their N-word all of a sudden, you know, like we mm-hmm. we get to do that. So We I, don't like the Beatles singing about peace and yeah, love. Dude. How's my Southern yeah, accent? Is that, you could, maybe That's I pretty, could work on it with you. 
That's pretty good, that's right? Per, that's pretty good, God. <laughs> pretty darn good. <laughs> yeah, that's, All right. That's per, you sound like Randy Marsh, but that'll work. <laughs> oh well, that would make sense. Um, so, so that's fun. Do you, I noticed that you really like uh, Parks and Rec? Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. You're right. There is a separate thing that I do in my other pocket. Yeah, we also have on Fridays, which I'm recording that tonight, on Fridays on my Through the Screen Door feed, we're doing a Parks and Rec rewatch. And the reason that we did that is because on my on Through the Screen Door, we have a segment where we uh, it's called, well, I thought it sucked. So catchy. And that's <laughs> where we, uh, we review shitty movies. Um, and we wanted a palate right. cleanser. So we we're like, well, let's also have a separate podcast where we review and break down in long form uh, Parks and Rec episodes. Oh, right, here's, right. Here's the deal. Well, that show doesn't suck. No, that show doesn't suck at all. Here's the deal. You can clearly tell this is like, because when I told you, me and the dudes, we toured 45 weeks a year, uh, like, you know, Wednesday through Sunday at clubs and theaters. And then when we weren't, we were, you know, in meetings and stuff like that. I'm trying so hard just to fill the time creatively. <laughs> so we're just making shit up. Like, yeah, sure, let's do a Parks and Rec. Which, by the way, uh, I I, it's not like we're just, when I say we're throwing it at the wall, I don't mean that I don't put a lot of time and effort into it. I do. But uh, I'm constantly now just, you know, every day I wake up and I'm like, all right, I've got to occupy myself with something creative mm. or mm -hmm. two things are going to happen. Uh, actually, both of the, both of these things definitely will happen. I'm going to get super drunk to try to anesthetize my mm. pain, and then after that, mm. the void is going to creep in. And when the void creeps mm -hmm. in, there's nothing good for at least ten days. So I just try to wake up, stay really busy. I usually wake up about five in the morning, <laughs> start doing stuff, and then uh, and I I never stop doing stuff fuck until I pass out. Yeah, fuck. I hear you. Fuck the void. But the only way to only way to keep him away is just to keep keep fucking going. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jesus knows. I I take a very high High strength, um, antidepressant. That's right, everybody. God is <laughs> yeah. massively depressed. We can Are tell. You surprised? We can tell. By I'm the not way. dead. God is not dead, but God is very depressed. <laughs> yeah, and you've really been acting out lately. Really, really. Well, I mean, if you just read the news, like anyone that's not depressed, you're fucking crazy. Uh, that's a, that's what no, I gotta I say. Oh, you got your head in the sand. Um, There's a lot. Anyway. Of that. We, I, I, you know, I, there's so much that you have going on. You have a book, the liberal redneck manifesto. You have a barbecue show that you filmed. You were promoting. It's going to be on the food network, right? Uh, cooking channel. That's their sister program. Cooking yeah, channel. Cooking Sorry. Channel. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, clearly, you know, your stuff, uh, <laughs> no, with, around the kitchen, around the kitchen. <laughs> Yeah, you, the way you were talking about quiche before. Yeah. You were spouting off that anymore. recipe with confidence. You, you yeah. Know. Yeah, but there's people out there that really know what they're talking about that are just sitting there like, ah, like Julia Childs. Like, oh, I would not do that. They're to all case, faking it till they make it. Come on. <laughs> I feel like in a, almost Julia every... Julia Child doesn't know shit. <laughs> wow. Uh, in, al in almost every facet <laughs> None of, of my... None of them do. In almost they're every facet of it. my career, I have such um, imposter syndrome where like, I'm just Everyone always... Everyone does. I know, like, no, yeah. matter, no matter what I'm doing, Don't I'm just always... Don't be so hard on yourself, Corey. <laughs> I'm just You're always great. waiting for someone to tap me on the shoulder and just be like, by the way, we figured it out. I'd be like, so long. Hey, I turn around a not, swivel chair. You're I've not been the waiting only on one. You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't believe it if I told you, but even I, the Lord thy God, have imposter syndrome. Guarantee like, that's true, buddy. It, <laughs> it feels, you know, sometimes I wonder, am I really God? <laughs> you know, where do I get off? Uh, but... Let's, uh, let's, can we do some of your videos? Sure. Let's start off with the one yesterday. <laughs> okay. Well, well, I was a country star in the 90s, but since that's done, I'll do 
just hang around on Twitter making friends with QAnon. Well, I don't care much for progressives and what they stand for. If you like black lives, then I'll just show you that door. Yeah, I got B-L-O-C-K-E-D by that dude within like one minute. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I, I quote tweeted the thing, his glow up, which I thought he looked beautiful. Um, and I said that and blocked within 60 seconds. <laughs> it was great. I didn't even um, know that's what it was well... about. I guess, <laughs> I guess for background, if anybody don't know, that was me doing my best Travis Tritt. <laughs> the music is so good. How did you do? You have like... In, I have a in Matt house. Coon, my producer. He does all mm-hmm. that shit. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. what I did was I recorded myself just singing the tracks over uh, Travis Tritt's actual song, uh, but I just isolated my vocals and I just sent him sent that to him and I said, "Here, send it back to." And me. then he made your own. Safe and then he to sent it back music, to right. Yeah, and then he sent it back to me, and uh, and then I made the. I, I got That's really up well the, done. Thank you. I got up that morning and uh, and I wanted to knock it out before I uh, before I had to go. I was supposed to watch my niece that day, and uh, I just went out and I just oh well. Literally... We're glad you didn't do that. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Fuck her. And so <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. She's great. Oh me. Um, I I literally uh, I just shot it from two different angles and spliced it together. And then right as I was filming it, I was like, dude, if you don't get a goddamn slow mo, you in that wig, you don't you don't deserve <laughs> shit. <laughs> And so I went back there and did that, and I tacked it on at the end. Dude, you you know, with with the internet, it's like people have such uh, such short attention spans. They're out, you know. If you look at like any chart of any piece of content on the internet, it's basically a waterfall straight down because they're dipping out within the first like couple seconds. Yeah, right, for sure. You you but you had me. So you have to have the perfect catch caption, preview image, all that, and then but. The first couple seconds, you have me with the well. <laughs> <laughs> well, me, me and Blair were actually talking about this last night about how like disgust. I'm so disgusted with the fact that I, I pay attention to all this stuff and like try to figure out the best if the video has this and the video has this and blah 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 blah. But like, look, since we're in a pandemic and like, why would I share something unless I wanted it to get seen by a lot of people? It's very. I'm very conscious of like. Try to make like I try my best to make every buttercream dream video in the forty-five second to a minute mark because in my mind yeah. someone sees that and they're like I can dedicate this amount of time to something and then really? I always like to like I feel like when I open it up with listen here real quick people are like God damn all right I will <laughs> Jesus you know, at least- <laughs> that is that is yes those yeah. exactly those those work so well because okay uh, the videos that Corey makes as the buttercream dream who's a wrestler. You've got the the golden like champ belt over your shoulder. Accurate. You've got the hat. You you've got the hat. You've got the glasses. You got your shirt off, and then the listen here, right quick. Like I'm sold. I'm <laughs> yeah, sold. that all came. I'm pretty, watching this. That all came very organically. Um, <laughs> I, the first buttercream dream video wasn't even a buttercream dream video because aside what a great from- name by the way. Can I just say what a fantastic name? How long Thank has you. the buttercream dream existed? Um, since uh, the first week of June or something like that. Wow. And, like 
I think that, well, the, technically the first week, I think the last week of May was when I did my first video with the belt. But like, here's what it wasn't the but supposed to be the buttercream dream. The, the thing is, is like how the buttercream dream looks minus the belt is how I just always look shirtless sunglasses <laughs> and a hat. And so I was, uh, I don't dude. And I really don't even remember what it was, but the first video I put out, I've, I, I don't remember what it was. It set me off, but I was just mad about people not understanding what freedom of speech meant. Something had happened. Mm -hmm. I, it, it, I know it had something to do with Black Lives Matters or something. And I was just furious. And so I was just like, you know what I'll do? I'm a white man. I'll go yell into my phone. Uh, and so I take my phone outside. And as I'm as I'm walking outside with my phone, I notice my my championship belt sitting there. And just in a weird moment, I was like, I'm going to put this over Whoa. my goddamn shoulder. Light bulb. Because people, <laughs> like, in my mind, I was like, if people my see this. My mind just exploded. I, you just blew like, God's fucking mind. <laughs> I was like, if I put this over my shoulder, then people will see oh. that and be like, I'm going to click on this video. And then maybe. And so I just did it. And wow. it never occurred. I wasn't even talking Superhero like how the, moment. I wasn't talking about how the talking like the buttercream dream. I was doing it. And then it, it really did well. And I was like, man, maybe that's a way to get people to pay attention is that's the thing that sets me apart. They'll see the come for the belt and stay for the for what I'm saying. And yeah. uh, so then it uh, we can't get enough of it well thank you and then it's just kind of evolved over time and i really love wrestling um i would so love to see just, the butter oh and i me. love the whole idea of 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 aping the uh the wrestling culture it's so funny i mean you know a lot people have done it but like you're really good at it i think you should get thank they you. should make a netflix show out of that uh like, i agree and maybe I agree. a movie i could see a movie you could have that moment in your show, in your movie, it's like, you know, the tingling music, that moment where it's like, the, he sees yeah. the belt. Yeah. And he sees the belt and it's just like, wow. I know. Superhero was born. It, it makes me, like, some people ask me and I'm like, I really wish it was more of an interesting story, but literally all it was was I was walking that outside and I saw the belt. <laughs> and, you know, my, my buddy Super David sent me a it's belt the so week before and I just that. put it over my shoulder. It's so much more than that. All the little twists and turns in your life. Don't, don't sell yourself short. Let's listen to this third one. Hey, listen here real quick. There is a lot of you motherfuckers out there who for years I have heard complain about your First Amendment rights every time you get in trouble for saying the N-word or calling one of your employees queer. You want to go, freedom of speech, freedom of speech, I got freedom of speech. But now when people are literally, literally getting arrested for peacefully protesting an actual violation of our First Amendment rights, you are silent. Grow the fuck up or understand you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, man. You have no idea what the goddamn constitution that you jack off to every single day means, or you don't give a fuck. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Amen. That, Amen. That, that was the first one, and that's how you, how that you know it. That was the first one, yeah. Because it's not funny. Um, and I, and I don't, but I don't mean that as a slot to myself. What I mean Who is cares? like, I, I didn't, I it was the only one I didn't write. Like I write them, you know, like mm. I know there's a lot of yeah. people that they're like, oh yeah, you just turn the camera on and just go. I'm like, bro, dude, I wish I was that goddamn good. But that one was, uh, <laughs> yeah. just, I really was mad. And so like all that, it wasn't funny. Cause that's just what I really mean. Like you can see me kind of stuttering it and get like genuinely upset. And now when I do them now, I'm, I was upset and I, I am upset at the con, like what I'm having to say, but like I sat down, thought about it, wrote it. You know what I'm saying? Like practice it and shit. The genius of what you and everybody is doing, like the people that are really good at it, like they write it all out, but you can't tell from their performance. Well, that I appreciate it was written that. Out. 
It's so yeah. good. I appreciate that because there are a lot of people that are like, man, you got you know you got such a sharp mind that you're able to just like come up with that on the on on the fly. And I don't ever that's I don't trick. ever correct that's what them. Makes people think it. Yeah, don't. Yeah, that's yeah. what people make. They're you know they become uh, they are more impressed. Let's do this next one, Jesus. This is this is one that the buttercream dream challenges Donald Trump. Donald Trump, listen here real quick, you small hands having flock of seagulls on your head wearing son of a gun. The buttercream dream has had enough of your perfidious ways, your Janice face scallywaggery, your duplicitous humbuggery. You think you can deceive the American people with your own going tomfoolery? Well, we've seen who you really are, Donnie. You're a liar, a grifter, a snake oil salesman who ain't even never seen a real snake. You openly violate the Constitution knowing that as long as you aren't shitting on the Second Amendment, your brainwashed, boot-licking supporters will sit there in awe while jerking off their shotguns. You're losing support. I've seen how many people came to your rally in Tulsa. The buttercream dream has seen more mammal titties at Bonnaroo. Well, that's it, you mentally unstable wannabe daughter fucking failed steak salesman. I'm calling you out. This Friday in a no-holds-barred match, winner gets a lifetime supply of beer. And check this out, Donnie. I drink with two hands, too. I ain't gonna lie to you. That one was fucking fire. <laughs> that was great. That, oh, see, my. the difference you, in that. So you're though, saying you can, that was written? Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, you can see you see how the di- the voice the voice the is different. Like yeah, that's actually words. that's actually the character. Yeah, yeah, dude. I didn't know half hey. them goddamn words. I wrote that <laughs> motherfucker. I How did a, you find these words? I had me a thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, do you do you memorize that whole thing, or do you have like a? Uh, I, I have I have a uh, uh, a uh, goddamn it what are they called uh, teleprompter monitor oh teleprompter yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, you have I, a teleprompter yeah, in the background wow. this is giving away cave no it's on my phone it's on the screen it's, it's on your phone so you can record yourself yeah. and teleprompt and, yourself and, oh, and you're looking at the thing wow. that you're filming yeah I'm I'm breaking that I'm breaking kayfabe here. But uh, yeah, I mean that's because like, dude. Oh, sorry, I, we can edit no, no, this no, out no, if you no, don't no, want people to know. No, 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 of course not. I'm gonna be honest. Like that's the deal. Like that's exactly like it's in, like I love that people think that I'm that good of an actor or that good because like most of the time I do them all in one take because of that. Uh, if wow. I, if I didn't have that, I wouldn't like there's, I think there's only been two times that I've had to that's record just over. smart though. That's smart. Of You're course. using technology. Of course. That's just one of the buttercream's dreams. Many belt, you know, items in his tool belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, it's just better for me. Because, some other idiot that's out there not doing that. Okay, well, because, <laughs> to, to me, it's like uh, I, I mean, I, I don't like doing them in more than one take because it, the because I genuinely once when I write them, I'm mad. Totally. I'm always mad. Like like I never sit. I've never once sat down and said I'm gonna do a buttercream dream video today. That's never once happened. What will happen is. I'll just be sitting there. I'll see something. I'll I'll get red in the face, mad, and before I know it, I subconsciously have picked up my phone and just start writing exactly. the fucking promo. You turn into the buttercream dream, like Bruce Banner turns into the Hulk. Right. So I transfer the notes to my teleprompter app, and I go out there. And the reason I want to get it in one take is because I'll never be as mad about it the second time. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Wow. Like like after the after wow. a, after. I mean, I'll still be mad that the thing happened, but like I want the true anger and passion to come out exactly. and so i can get it in the first time so uh and and especially when i'm doing a prop gimmick there with the two beers i didn't want to have to pour two more go dry off and pour two more beers in my face <laughs> wow well we love getting into the the details of how uh you actually do that because that's that's just fascinating to us yeah as fans of your comedy well thank you i appreciate that we have cory ryan you you can follow cory there 
uh, or also Go, at yeah. Corey R. Forrester at, on Twitter. Yeah, all those. If you just Google Corey Ryan Forrester, shit pops up. Wellreadcomedy.com is where you can see where me and the guys are going to be touring if we're ever allowed to do that again. But I just, you know, I got several pages. You can go to Google. Um, I'm most active on Twitter, like only because I like it the best. <laughs> so, that I mean, that's pretty simple. Like, I just, I like it the best. I think it's a very good place for comedy, whereas Facebook just, I mean, I have a Facebook because you're supposed to have all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, uh, f- and before I say this and sound like the, the, the old dude, I love TikTok. I enjoy watching it with my wife whenever she shoves, uh, some random video in front of my face when I'm just trying to watch a goddamn story <laughs> on the television. I lo- I genuinely do like, oh. the, I, I love it. It's funny. I'm not good at it. So until, <laughs> until I get good at it and fi- and figure out how to be good at it, I'm not really active on there, but, but Twitter, that's, that's where I, I fucks with Twitter. Is basically <laughs> you fucks with Twitter. <laughs> All right, that's cool. So check out Corey on Twitter, not on TikTok or Facebook, uh, or maybe whatever, whatever you want. If you go to him. Instagram, hey man, if you want to see, if you want to see pictures of my dog right after we get back from the vet, and he got a good report card, and we're celebrating with like a you know half a donut or something, go to Instagram. <laughs> that's what I do over there. But right. Twitter is where all my good shit's going to be. Your all my podcasts. Shit. uh, through the screen door with Corey Ryan Forster. It's the funnest I've ever had doing something, and it's something I'm the most proud of. I'm treating it like it's a a weekly, like an actual, you know, like I'm yeah, writing it like it's a it's sitcom and stuff. And I'm it's my own thing, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. And I really appreciate everybody that's rated and reviewed it. And um, I just, you know, I'm I'm trying my best to to. There, this pandemic has sucked, uh, but I was so like my thing on this year is I was I was set up to have one of the best years of my career. I had like five shows in the works. Not that any of them would get picked up, but good shot with five shows. Uh, the tour was was going bangers and it was just supposed to be my year. And then the pandemic happened. And like I was like for about two or three weeks, I was like, God damn it. This is supposed to be your year. This is supposed to be your year. And then something clicked with me and I was like, fucking it still will be. Just it's make still it your year. year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. So has it been good? Have you been really enjoying yeah. the, the attention people are responding yeah, yeah, to your I stuff? I have. You wouldn't have done this otherwise. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have had the time to do it otherwise. I've been, right. you know, working on some characters. I've been. I finished up uh, my own pilot. Uh, not that that'll go anywhere, but like I actually, I've, a pilot I've had in my head for two years. I actually sat down and wrote it, got it done. Um, so like creatively, I feel like I'm in the best place in my life. I fucking hate the circumstances, but it's literally just, tr- just silver lining shit. Like I know it's bad. I wish this didn't have to happen, but since it did, I, I'm just determined. So it's been to, good overall. To, have a good have a good year creatively regardless yeah it's been good for me but again Great. i'm not, I'm not saying i'm glad it happened <laughs> and hey ma'am hey man thank you all so much for sharing my stuff because like a great amount of my followers and the likes and views that i get come from y'all's retweets and that yeah, really but, means you know, the world thank, to me don't thank me too much because i'm just making my feed better i understand <laughs> so, that and i'm and but, you know hey that's, I mean? and that's I, I, i'm not funny no, um, that's flattering. I really appreciate it. But you do have a big reach, and because of that, I've you right. know people have hung around that otherwise wouldn't have known uh, who and the you fuck got I it. was. And so you that, know, if you want to retweet one of my things once in a while, that would be great too. Um, I, I, I usually <clears> do <throat> when it's my when you tweet my thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, thanks, Corey. That was great. I can't believe we got your honest reaction to Chris Evans' dick. Um, care to stick around for the uh, the me damn news? Yeah, sure. All right, we'll be right back after Moses' Word of the Week. Hello, this is Moses, and this is the Word of the Week. The Word this week. Yeah, it's, uh, 
Schmeckle. Now, uh, Schmeckle basically means the, uh, how do I say, the penis. Uh, now, Hebrew has a great abundance of words for the penis. Though it's usually a rather, you know, sparse language. This is because in Jewish culture, as in many others, the male organ is a subject of taboo. And uh, like other unmentionable subjects, it is prone to a process called euphemism creep. Okay? So there you go. It's taboo, but uh, schmeckle. And uh, I could use it in a sentence, but there are so many different ways to use penis. In a sentence. Now, uh, schmeckle does sound something like uh, small. Like, oh, look at that little schmeckle. It, so- it sounds like very tiny. So, you know, go with the jokes there. I'm sure you got plenty of jokes for penis, small, schmeckle, whatever. Schmeckle is the word of the week. And there you go. I'm Moses. Have a day. Thanks, Moses. I can't imagine what that one was inspired by. I have no idea. I have no idea. The word of the week is Chris Evans schmeckle. (laughs) Two girls, one cup, and a schmeckle. If you enjoy The God Pod, please make sure to subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you get podcasts. Subscribe today. All right, so I've cut back on some of the news here because we are short on time. Let's just race through it. Sure. Trump wants Joe Rogan to moderate a presidential debate. That was proposed by a UFC fighter, and Trump was like, yeah, I'm into it, sure. Mm-hmm. Has Biden responded to that yet? That's so tremendous because, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I've I've always wanted Biden and Trump to have to answer the questions that America really wants Bro. the answers to, which is, uh, whose dick is bigger, an orangutan or a silverback gorilla? You know <laughs> totally, I mean? Bro. Whose schmeckle is bigger? Bro, have you tried DMT, bro? <laughs> I don't even think Biden <laughs> should entertain this idea. I think that um, if if that does happen, that we should get to host a debate as well. Do you want to do that? You want to host a debate? I mean, I would, sure. Okay. I could make the argument, though, that more people would listen to it if that happened. Because, I mean, say what you will, Joe Rogan's reach is like... If Joe Rogan did it, then there's a whole lot of people, the young people who people are trying to get out to vote anyways, that would watch the like the old people are going to watch the debate no matter where it is because they feel it's their civic duty to do so. Whereas young people are like, ugh, I'd rather watch anything else. But if Joe Rogan was involved, mm-hmm. I don't know, man, you might get some of those kids that they might need change to hear some of their minds. Shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, again, wow. it's ridiculous. I hate that we're at this place in our country where I'm even justifying yeah. it. But like, I-, I don't know. I've heard worse things is all I'm saying. Oh, OK. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Well, how about Biden go on fuck. Joe Rogan's <laughs> podcast? That'll, you know, that'll still get the exposure that Corey's talking about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Big following. I mean, um, I mean, because that's what this be is going to turn into. Like, he would totally release it on his feed. Yeah, I mean, exactly. If Joe, if if Biden goes, Joe Biden goes on Joe Rogan's podcast and does DMT, he automatically becomes president. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then he also proposes on the podcast that all the anti-maskers have to be forced to dig the graves. Again, Automatically president, and if Not he smokes a, a idea. and if he smokes a joint, bro, this Biden guy is like really cool. 
All right, let's move on. <laughs> Anti-maskers were seen parading through a Target yelling, take it off <laughs> at people with masks. Take your mask off! Yeah, take it off! Fucking idiot. We're not doing it. Take off your mask! Take it off! We're not going to take it anymore. <laughs> Uh, it's so pathetic. <laughs> yeah. You just can't go anywhere anymore. Like seeing yeah. that shit is why I go to Target instead of Walmart. It's why I pay the extra twenty-five dollars to have my granola with the little red rooster mascot on the fucking top of it. You know what I mean? So I don't have to see that type of horse shit. That's because such, Target so. is where the liberals shop, right? And it's the, no, Walmart honestly. Is, is that how it works? It's uh it's where so they no, tar- Target. The college educated. No. Target is where the housewives who are okay with gay people because one decorated their house shop. The conserv <laughs> like they're still conservative, but they're like they're they're will and grace conservatives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, but, but they're conservatives, but they watch that show and think they get it because of Leslie Jordan. But oh. now this happened at Target, so nowhere is safe. Nowhere is safe. They're just fucking oh, flash mobbing what everywhere. A bunch of schmeckles. Yeah. I mean, the Karens are now organizing into battalions. It's uh, the stupid. There's so many stupid people. It's what are you gonna do? Are people wearing masks in Chickamauga? So it's really weird. Like it's been kind of like a roller coaster. Uh, like at first nobody was, but like I'll defend that by saying, all right. At first, every like everyone thought it was like, all right, well this will be gone by next week. It's no big mm, deal. Yeah, what yeah. whatever. This like is big this city is problem. It's so un. Well, it's so right. It's so unprecedented that I don't necessarily blame people for being like, all right, right just because right. I hear a thing, don't mean it's real. But then after that, it was like. Okay, you know, this uh, maybe. Uh, and so that for like a week, because it was required some places they were, then they were like, fuck this. Ain't nobody going to tell me what to put on my face. And then, <laughs> and then country singer Joe Diffie got coronavirus and died. And I don't know if it was like a flag half mask thing, but for like at least for like a week wow. and a half, everyone seemed to wear their mask. But now when I go to the grocery store, it's, it's often just me and everyone that works at the grocery store. Wow. Um, and th- there will be a couple people maybe wearing them, but like a lot of them, they've got like they've got them just their noses out. And right. Like, of course, I was going to say the nose thing. Come on. And it's so bizarre because I'm like, it seems like you're trying, but it also seems like you're actively trying to say fuck you because there's no this. way you yes. believe. Right. There, yeah. It's so hard for me to. It's so hard for me to imagine you can be smart enough to think I better take this serious, yet dumb enough to not know how breath works. Um, so I don't know, man, but like we've got our gas station down the road here. Like it says on, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a golden gallon. So it ain't like the mom and pop, like, you know, a big corporation owns us, you know, but like it on the front of it says no entering without masks. But mm-hmm. the goddamn the lady that's behind the counter don't have one on, so like they're wow. not even. Wow. So I, yeah, that's I don't know. Like you know, I'm wearing it. I'm masked up, and I'm lucky that uh, for myself that I make my own hours. So I go to the grocery store at like two fifteen if I have to go, and mm-hmm. ain't nobody in there. So like I'm you get able nasty to looks. Cut. You get nasty looks sometimes because you're wearing a mask. Ne- yeah, I've gotten. Uh, mm-hmm. I've never had. I've only so two times has it really happened. One one woman gave me the. She literally just out loud went. <laughs> When she was walking past me and then I was in at that same gas station I was talking about. I was behind this dude, this old boy, redneck old boy, probably like 68, 69. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was up there and uh, he he literally was wearing overalls. I fucking hate that you're right. I knew it. (laughs) 
God damn it. God fucking damn it. I should have lied and been like, no. <laughs> so he was. He's I am on shit. I'm sorry. He was sitting. He was sitting there talking, and to and I and I don't know what he was saying. Uh, at first, it was. It just was like. Bam, 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 you right. Know, exactly. And then and then finally the lady was like, "Hey, sir. You know, we can talk all day, but there's a guy behind you that you know needs to check mm-hmm. out." And he turns. He turns around and looks at me wearing a mask, and he goes, "And here's one some of this chicken shit right here too. A mask. Uh-huh. Look at this chicken shit wearing a mask." <laughs> and uh, and I just said, "Oh, oh, yep, that's me. Good to see you." And I just put my beer and stuff up there because what first off if you're wearing overalls there's a knife in the pocket and secondly uh they're just like what i'm gonna do punch an old man but i was just like so taken by it yeah how dare you try to yeah but like that's i don't understand that like i don't understand the anger on that end like i totally would understand if someone wearing a mask had that level of anger to someone who wasn't wearing a mask because it's potentially life threatening. But right. I, it makes sense. But to me, it's like, dude, if I'm wearing a mask, literally, how does this hurt you? It nothing's like you can think I'm stupid. Trick that's totally. Shit. That's totally. Yeah. But like, I can't imagine. Like, have you ever heard of? I would never run around and be like, "Fuck, quit wearing condoms, pussies. Quit it. <laughs> Stop it. It doesn't affect me. Like, Stop it doesn't using birth matter. control. Chicken yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah like, I don't get uh, it, man. But like, crazy. yeah, I mean, I, I've had some it's looks. Crazy. Like, it's. When you when we're at the when you're at the grocery store, it's like and you do see someone wearing a mask properly, y'all kind of give each other the the nod, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like the, the cool black guy nod, acknowledging, and it does feel like a, a a moment in like West Side Story where we're all just about to start snapping. We're 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 in one spot of the grocery store, and all the non-mask people are in the other, and we're and you know music's gonna break out, and then we're all gonna start fucking stabbing uh, each nod. other. With, oh, the nod, yeah. exactly. It's like fellow science ninja. You're one, What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Oh, so you're you're you know we're gonna have to have you back as our roving Bible Belt correspondent. I would love that. I got a lot of good shit on the Bible. This is how it is out there. Um, we have a lot yeah, of man. fans around the world. They have no, they can't believe what they're seeing. Um, so there's just so much more that happened this week. Trump slammed for false claim that blue states are to blame for high COVID nineteen death rate. Basically, you know there wouldn't be so many people that died if. You didn't count the blue lives, yeah. which it's crazy because I thought blue lives mattered to them. Oh, good point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and meanwhile, in the same breath, he's like, and by the way, all these blue states should reopen. Um, so they have more cases and more deaths? We're going to start writing him out of the show because it's not fun. This next one's fun. Read this headline, Jesus. Trump supporters sell masks that won't pull your ears. There's yeah. just one problem. They look like underwear. Yeah. They look like thongs. <laughs> they're thongs. They're G-strings. Yeah, these dumbasses are, are putting G-strings on their face. Do they work, though? If they work, I'm going to chalk this up to, <laughs> hey, close enough. I don't, yeah, I don't think it's an so. Absolute win. Your nose right. is basically They're right up there with out. the gun holster mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's even dumber, Moses. But, yeah, I just like that these... You know, this is something that's being sold and purchased. Closing out the show here this week, uh, I wanted to talk about something that uh, has been on my mind. I've been a little depressed lately, like you, like I said before. I uh, Last week was particularly hard because I didn't get my antidepressants in the mail. Apparently, there's something wrong with the mail in heaven, Jesus. Oh, no. Yeah, I went five days without getting my crazy pills. We're going to have to look into that. DeJoy isn't running our post office now, is he? I Is that because it's always Sunday up there? <laughs> I don't know, but it's bullshit. 
And uh, anyway, I'm on the upswing this week, you know, euphorically. So I'm, I'm in the positive mindset. Here's something I read on Twitter the other day that I wanted to share with you from a, a guy called Chuck Wendig, who's a comic book writer. It's okay that you're not okay. That's not your brain misfiring. Your response is that you're not okay because things are very much not okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. We aren't okay together. And that's perfectly acceptable, normal, and expected. And it's just like, you know, everybody's out here just busting their ass, trying as hard as they can, raging against the dying of the light to make something of this year because fuck this shit. Right? Corey, just like you said, hundred percent. this is your year. And I just wanted to take a moment just to say for our new commandment of the week. Thou shall not be so hard on thyself. Okay. I need, I need to hear that. This year is crazy. For many, this is the hardest year of their lives. Whether it be from COVID, natural disasters, losing their job or something else, many, many people have lost everything they have this year. It wasn't their fault. Okay? It's not your fault. Most of you out there right now are trying as hard as you can to survive, knowing full well the situation you are in. From the first day you strapped your mask on, it's been go time for survival, right? You felt that. And the world is literally on fire. Just you're doing the best you can. Go easy, okay? For fuck's sake, thou shalt not be so hard on thyself. That's an order, human. The Lord has spoken. If you want even more of the God Pod, join our Patreon. Patrons get an additional 90 minutes of the God Pod every single week. Give it a try for only $1 a month at patreon.com slash thegodpod. 